And we're back here in the courtroom of current events for another episode of Peter's Proffer. Today, we're going to dig into some new legislation that's been pushed, not passed, on undocumented workers and how employers are going to have to deal with that going forward. Um, And uh, what we're going to dig into is kind of a topic that's been on the back burner for years, but it's coming to the forefront. So we'll, we'll talk about what it means, why it's changing, what the pros and cons are, and we'll dig into it. Um, So if you guys want to hear any topics on this podcast, hit us up on social media at Tragos Law or send me an email, petertragos at greeklaw.com. All right. So today we're jumping into uh, undocumented uh, employees. So, Pete, why don't you first off talk about what that definition actually is and and who that includes? All right. Let's just speak in generalities. You have to either be a U.S. citizen or have the right from immigration to work in this country. A work visa, things like that. Right. So when we're talking about an undocumented employee, we're talking about someone who does not have the appropriate documentation. It's called an I-9 from the immigration uh, folks to allow them to be employed, as opposed to a, uh, a tourist visa, for example. So you can just come and hang out. Okay, so what is the recent legislation that's being proposed? Okay, the, the proposal basically is, uh, is going to require employers to use a service called E-Verify to make sure that every employee or every prospective employee is documented and is legal to work in the state of Florida. And what e- is E-Verify? E-Verify is a federal database, and a lot of people actually are part of it. They don't even realize they're part of it. So if you have global entry or if you have TSA pre-check or if you are a notary, for example, all that goes through E-Verify. And what it does is it is a database uh, that the federal government maintains that kind of has statistics on all of these people that are part of it and confirm their identity, date of birth, social security number. And it cross-references records within the Social Security Administration and the Department of of Homeland Security. Sure. So once you get entered into that, they can, you know, cross-check all of the stuff on that. Um, Okay, so what what does the bill actually do? So what what, what does it do as far as making you e-verify? Did it add anything else to the hiring process of people that may or may not be undocumented? It does add another level of hiring uh, an an employee, and it doesn't really matter because at this point you presume that as an employer you know that you can't hire undocumented uh, labor. So what it does is it places the onus now on the employer to have an e-verify done for every prospective employee to confirm that they are who they say they are, they're licensed to work or uh, authorized to work in the United States, and that they're you know legitimate, and they're, they've got a social security number and a date of birth and everything that corresponds. All right, and the guy that's pushing this is Altman, and, and his bill also includes um, a complaint process that's overseen by the Department of Economic Opportunity for any employer that's suspected of hiring illegal immigrants. So basically, if you see somebody working on your house and you think they've done it, or if you see somebody in some business that you think is doing this, you can actually uh, uh, put a complaint in that the Department of Economic Opportunity will investigate that company. Um, it also sets into place penalties for hiring illegal immigrants. You know what the terrible part is? Sure. A lot of people don't realize it is illegal to hire undocumented workers. Right, and we'll, we'll get to what it already is. Right, right, but just for the things that his bill is adding, it's also requiring notification of the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency and local law enforcement, providing parameters for civil liability and immunity for employers who comply with the law. 
So it's basically also giving incentives for employers to basically tell on each other or point out when they think somebody's doing this um, uh, because they really want to crack down on it. So that's what this bill is kind of proposing to do. It's not passed yet. It may never pass, but that's, that's something new that may be coming. But let's talk about what it already currently is. So you were already saying it's already illegal to hire undocumented aliens that are here illegally. Right. It actually goes two ways. It's illegal to seek employment if you don't have either an I-9 or if you're... Uh, so it's illegal from both ends, from the employee and the employer. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also, again, not only is it illegal as an employer to hire uh, an undocumented aliens, it is a potentially a crime. The first time INS catches you and you've got undocumented people working for you, they give you a fine because they presume you don't know. The second time, and this is the state of Florida, uh, it's a misdemeanor. And it actually has a um, the possibility of up to one year of incarceration and a five hundred dollar fine. Beyond that second time, as an employer, they can fine you based on every potentially undocumented person you have. Which again, this already exists. The problem is it's unenforced. Right, and in fact, Rick Scott, when he was governor. Uh, signed an executive order that requires state contractors and agencies to use the E-Verify system for all their employees already. So that's something that's already in place, but Altman's bill would expand it to include private businesses and actually make it a statute in Florida. So while it's already you know in place and a lot of this stuff already has to happen, especially for state agencies and contractors, now it's going to expand if Altman's bill gets passed. So let's talk about for a second, why is this important? Why does it need to change? And why do people have this problem with, you know, hiring undocumented aliens? Why do we care? Um, do we want them to allow them to just hire undocumented aliens? I guess that's kind of the point is, why is this such a big deal? Why are they trying to change it? What are the pros and cons of this bill passing? You know, I think a lot of people don't recognize that it's not just the employer looking for cheap labor or, you know, hiring undocumented people so they can avoid paying. But that is one of the reasons, one of the main reasons that they do hire undocumented aliens. Oh, absolutely. That is the main reason why you hired. It's all a cost issue. But think about it from the other side. Uh, Technically, when you have an employee, you have to have workers' compensation uh, coverage for that employee. Well, if you're an undocumented alien, you don't have work comp coverage. Let's say you're out there working and doing whatever it is that you're doing and you're injured on the job. What would happen normally under the circumstance today is the you know the employer would say oh too bad your problem what are you going to do you're going to go to the hospital you're going to pay your own medical bills and what are you going to say that i was working for this guy and he i was working under the table don't doesn't work or even worse and this does happen the employer will report the employee and say we determined that this guy is undocumented that he provided us false information and then the uh, injured worker then gets arrested and deported <coughs> Okay, so let's talk about the pros and cons of doing something like this Altman's bill, whether or not it's exactly like Altman's is written. When you talk about the pros of a bill like this, it really is aimed at people who enter the country illegally, not those going through the proper procedures to work and live in the United States. It focuses and goes after businesses that try to gain an advantage of using cheap labor and basically screwing over these employees, setting them up to fail, paying them less than minimum wage, not having work comp, not having anything um, in place to protect them as an employee, and making other employees lose jobs because they have to make minimum wage. They have to have work comp if you are a citizen or you have a work visa. So it's hurting people on both ends for the businesses that are trying to take advantage of this. Um, So I think there is a big pro to try and normalize a process that's already illegal and put into place what actually happens and enforcing what actually happens if people, people do break the law. One of the big pros, in my opinion, is you call it normalizing. I call it legitimizing. 
the law says you cannot hire undocumented laborers for a multitude of reasons. And the good employers that follow the law and they do what they're supposed to do, they're at an automatic disadvantage because the other guy who's basically cutting, you know, 20% right off the top since he doesn't have to pay for, you know, unemployment, workers' compensation, things of that nature, is artificially reducing the bids. Now, the only problem is this. You don't know who's working on your job site. A guy that's got real insurance and has got real documented laborers, you know that's that true. those are his people. As a consumer. Right, you As know. a consumer, you want the businesses that are legitimate with legitimate employees, legitimate insurance and, and licenses and things like that. Because you and I, we've seen it more than once <clears throat> with somebody calling me right. up and say, yeah, I hired this guy to fix my roof and he, you know, he started the job and it's all screwed up. Well, what do I do? Well, the problem is all those people were undocumented. Um, they don't really know what they're doing. So you got a, you know, a cut rate price, but you also got a cut rate job. Okay, so let's talk about some of the cons of something like this passing. Um, I think that a lot of people would argue that people that are already here or have families here or, you know, are here seeking asylum and things like that should be able to get jobs, should be able to get paid, should be able to make a living and, you know, contribute to society here. But there's a process in place for that to happen. Right, I know. But I'm saying so, some people would argue that. And also, one of the cons that I see is, is it going to create an expense for businesses that are already doing things legitimately? Now they have to run through this E-Verify. Now they have to be whistleblowers on some of their colleagues. Is that an issue for companies that currently don't hire undocumented aliens? I don't know if that's a con. And I'll tell you why I say that. You, Peter, just went through the process of E-Verify for some documents you needed for uh, you know, for the title company that you guys are starting up, right? Right. How much did it cost you to go through E-Verify? 50 bucks. And that's what it costs. It costs $50 to put an individual through the process. Yeah, but that's every employee. Some of these huge companies that are hiring thousands of employees, you just added $500,000 or $50,000 to their, their bottom, line. bottom line. Yeah, well, that's a lot of money that they didn't have to do before. Right, and it doesn't help their business at all. It doesn't help their business, but it then indicates that there is a verification. The person you are hiring is legitimate. What if they were already doing that, though, not through E-Verify, but they were actually looking at people's, people's papers and actually doing a, a, a thorough job in... Actually, they probably already are, right? The people that are already doing these background checks and things they're on their employees, the they're probably bucks. already doing that. Yeah, Because the, understand, when the guy shows up with a, a fake social security number and, yeah. and fake paperwork, you don't know that the it's company. real or it's yeah. fair. Yeah, it's fake. You don't right. know that. Right. So I guess, I don't know. Yeah, there could be, you know, are there any other cons that you can think of to it, really? I mean, really, the con is going to be, it's going to hurt the really small employer that has a lot of what we call day laborers. The guys that they just show up to this little, you know, yeah. she, this little place and pick up six, seven, eight, ten guys to work just for the day. Those guys are going to get punished badly because it's 50 bucks every time. Right. Yeah, that's true. So when, when talking about whether or not this bill will pass, um, Altman has tried to do this over the past few years, very similar legislation, and he's been unsuccessful. So there's nothing to say that this will pass. It just seems like the way the country is moving in a Trump administration that it may have the best chance ever to pass this year, um, which, which is different than what's happened in years past. So he, he will. he's confident it's going to pass this season. I don't really know if I am just because it's been unsuccessful in the past. What do you think? You know, we live in strange times, uh, in a time where... You never know from day to day the the, the heart of the people. Uh, and we saw it here in Florida. We just had an election where we all were sure that uh, Gillum was going to win the governorship. Every poll said he was going to win the governorship. And the morning after, it's, it's a dissent state. And I think it's kind of the same concept here. Um, someone's got to vote on this. And the question is going to be, that particular day, are they feeling, you know, 
pro-American and pro-U.S. jobs, or are they feeling more, uh, you know, on the side of those people that are here un- unlawfully trying to get work? So I guess it's just going to depend. I don't think it's going to be successful just because of uh, really how divided the nation and even our state is, obviously, after these most recent elections. But anything can happen. And if it does pass, now all you guys will know how it's going to affect jobs, how it's going to affect employees, how it's going to affect employers. Um, And if you have any other questions like this, always reach out to us and we'll get them answered on the podcast. Thanks for listening.